come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. In this week's episode, we will be discussing forgiveness according to God's word. Forgiveness is the emotion that kills like cancer. We open this week's lesson with the biblical meaning of forgiveness, the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. We can find this in Colossians 3 and 13, where it says, Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. Matthew 6 and 12 from the Lord's Prayer says, And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Now, from the biblical definition, we can quickly see that forgiveness is an action that requires you to actively participate in the forgiveness of others. We find in Colossians 3, 1 and 2, where it talks about the resurrection of Christ, and it gives us instructions on how we should think after our rebirth. Why is this significant? Great question. Verse 1 tells us to seek those things that are from above where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Then verse 2 tells us you should set your mind on those things that are from above. See, this is what I get in the translation. We are to seek and set our mind on things that Christ is doing. Christ has forgiven us, so therefore we should also do the same. Now, if you can remember from last week's lesson where I discussed the intentional nature of God, And I want you to understand that forgiveness is an intentional act that you must perform to enjoy the full benefit of living as a Christian. How does unforgiveness affect you? Another good question. That's actually an easy question to answer. It breeds resentment, hatred, impure thoughts, and revenge. From that list, you can certainly see why forgiveness is one, important, and two, necessary. Who, including you, wants to live with that kind of baggage. I want to pause here for a second and let that sink in. What do you use baggage for? Bingo, to transport our stuff when we travel from place to place, and in this case, from relationship to relationship, only to ruin any chance at a future happiness with God and peace. This is why in Colossians 3, God tells us to get rid of our anger, obscene talk, malice, and thoughts of revenge. How do you get rid of all this baggage that is weighing you down? Matthew 11, 28 tells us where Jesus says, Come to me, all who are struggling and are burdened down, and I will give you peace. Share in my work and learn of me, for I am peace, for my yoke is easy and without burden or baggage. What do you get out of holding on to forgiveness that belongs to others? You feel justified. This justification requires you to paint an image of the person who wronged you despite all the good that may reside within them. We decide to simply disregard the potential to heal the relationship in exchange for a continued isolation from the person in pursuit of justice. Another reason is it gives you a sense of superiority. And in this case, you decide to live in a house made of glass and without a single mirror. This may seem strange at first, but we view the betrayal as downright unforgettable. Why? Because in our perfect world, we convince ourselves that we aren't remotely capable of doing something so hateful to someone else or even that person. And my favorite, we keep score. We keep a running tally to use as we offend someone else who has offended us. And I'm sure you don't get it yet. So here's an example. Your mother or father could have told you 
please put the clothes in the dryer before you go to school. And the teen response is this. After the parent gets home and says, hey, what happened to the clothes not, not being in the dryer? The teen says, why are you tripping? It's no different than when you forgot to sign my permission slip the other day when I asked you. So guess what happened to me? I couldn't go on a field trip today. Okay, okay, okay. I, I hear you, I hear you. So how do you get over yourself? This is how we do it. We acknowledge that God is the only judge. God has made it clear that vengeance is his. Your only responsibility in the judging is to let God handle it. I know this is tough because more than likely God would not exact the punishment on the offender that, uh, that sufficiently addresses what they did or how badly they hurt you. And also, you should forgive as Christ has forgiven. Forgiveness requires an intentional action on your part. Forgiveness is the result of a choice you have to make. It doesn't happen without cooperation or you extending a hand of reconciliation. And finally, rely on the Holy Spirit to guide you through forgiveness. You must give the Holy Spirit permission to work alongside of you as you forgive and release the pain and feelings of resentment you may be harboring. In summary, what part in forgiving do you play? Throughout your life as a teen, you will discover that there is a lot of heartache and pain that you will have to learn to deal with. No one, and I mean no one, wants to be hurt by someone they respect and love, a messy relationship. But we know through experience the inevitable will oftentimes happen. Since we know people aren't perfect, which is no different than you not being perfect, that you will need to be able to forgive and move past these situations. When you decide to live in these situations longer than God has attended, you slowly but surely eat away or destructively sabotage God's plan of reconciliation of a relationship worth fighting for and salvaging. It's the time spent in resentment that destroys the bridge built by Christ's blood. Yes, Christ's death, crucifixion, and shed blood bridged a gap between God and you because of sin that leads us to our salvation and freedom from sin. I know I said a mouthful. Here's the takeaway. Because of the time mankind spent in sin, it took a massive sacrifice to fix our broken relationship with God. Don't let your hatred, bitterness, and resentment cost you something special or massive, and it has already cost God his only begotten son. I will leave you with these two quotes. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that that prisoner was actually you. Louis B. Smeads. I believe forgiveness is the best form of love in any relationship. It takes a strong person to say they're sorry and an even stronger person to forgive. Yolanda Hadid. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were listening to your lesson and everyone was like, yeah, that's what's up. So they said people do a lot of wrong things and say the wrong things to me and it's hard to forgive. I said, I get that, but when you forgive those that have wronged you or have offended you, it allows you, one, to be free. It allows you, two, to have less stress. And then it allows hatred not to build up in your heart that will cause you to be a bitter and angry person. Living with unforgiveness can be detrimental to your health. Remember, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes and we do things and say things that we need to be forgiven for. And guess what? God does just that, forgives us. Remember, with God, there is no three-strike rule. In the Bible, it says we should forgive 77 times. Yeah, it's extreme. And if you were trying to keep a tally on how many times someone wronged you, you wouldn't be able to keep up. So in that case, forgive and free yourself. What would we do if God didn't forgive us? I shudder to think. Because I've done some stuff and said some things that I have had to ask forgiveness for. So you know you've forgiven when. 
You're not angry if you hear that person's name or their voice, when you can be in the same room and not be irritated, and when you can say their name without saying something negative behind their name. Put forgiveness into practice and see how better you feel. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. A real talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.